Welcome back to Just One Question. We're now on 2.0 or is it 3.0? I don't know because pandemic time and post-pandemic time all merge into a, an endless blur. But as a way of marking out these days and finding cool things to do, I've come back to Amy Morin, who is the author of 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do, which was a runaway, amazing bestseller because people really needed to know what those things were, and three other books with another one on the way. She's a speaker. Her TED Talk has garnered 20 million views, which seems incredible. That's a lot of views. The, the, the mind boggles. And she's the editor-in-chief of the Very Well Mind podcast. Amy Morin, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm just splendid. Having a little trouble getting started this morning, but you you're bringing the sparkle to the, uh, to the day. <laughs> so to thanks for that. Yes, I'm sure one of the 13 things mentally strong people don't do is fail to get enough sleep. So uh, uh, we're going to move right along. And I'm going to ask you, what are you excited about these days? If I were to say professionally, what I'm excited about it's mm -hmm. the fact that from the pandemic. We're talking about mental health more than ever. And so this, for I'm a therapist by trade and for a long time, talking about mental health was taboo. So during the pandemic, we had all these celebrities step forward and talk about their mental health. And we started talking more about it at work. And we realized that we need to take care of our mental health because something like the pandemic took away so many of our coping strategies. And a lot of us experienced things that we hadn't before, whether it's depression, anxiety, or people that had those things already, a lot of their symptoms worsened. So I'm excited that it's now mainstream to be able to talk more about mental health. Yeah, that is that that is a blessing out of this out of this pandemic. I'm wondering, and this has been bothering me of late, and I'm wondering if you have a view on it. It seems like the pandemic may be sort of ending, um, and we may be into a post-pandemic hybrid situation. But we never get a chance where we just stop the whole world and say, all right, let's take a week off, let's take a month off, heck, let's take six months off and recover and just re recharge our batteries and restore our souls. How do, we, how do we do that even while the world seems to keep on going and, and terrible things keep happening and we never catch that break? You're right, because I think in our heads when we were... Uh when we were social distancing, we had this thought that there's going to be this moment that we all go out and like, yeah, you suddenly start seeing your family. Like it was going to be this one day. And obviously that didn't happen. It slowly rolled out and we've scaled, scaled back sometimes and things keep shifting and changing. And even though some people are saying it's over, other people still are saying, no, it's not. So we don't have that big moment. Uh, and then, yeah, other things in the world have gone on. So I feel like people are experiencing crisis fatigue to an extent of saying, Every time I turn on the news, something terrible happens. So I think, and it would be great if we could just all get together and cheer each other on and say, let's take a break. Let's make sure nothing bad happens for one week. But since that probably won't happen, <laughs> it's really up to us to figure out what do I need? For some people, I think it's getting out of the house because they spent way too much time home alone. For other people, it might be, let's go on vacation. Let's give ourselves permission to go out and do something fun. But obviously, gas prices and uh, the cost of doing things these days is prohibitive. A lot of people are struggling financially. So now what do you do? The picnic in the park? Do you just go for a walk in the evening? But research will show we do best when we have things to look forward to. 
So I'm a big proponent of saying, let's just put one thing in your calendar every week to have to look forward to. So on Monday, make sure you have something on Friday. It doesn't have to be anything huge. Maybe it's that you're going to watch a specific movie Friday night at seven o'clock. Even if you live alone, put it on your calendar. And when we have something to look forward to, it boosts our mood. When we do something fun, we feel better. And then you've created this positive memory. So you get a third boost in your mood even after you've done that thing. Because during the pandemic, the days blended together. Most people thought, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend because it doesn't matter if it's Saturday or Tuesday. Or we suddenly just, it was like Groundhog Day. Most of us did the same thing over and over again. And the little things like doing the dishes or doing your laundry felt like a big chore sometimes, or it was too hard to do, or we let things slide. So I think having something to look forward to would be a first step and then give ourselves permission to have fun Hmm. and just go and make sure that we go out and do things. So many people I think right now are struggling to feel like it's okay to have fun, whatever your Mm -hmm. definition of fun looks like, but Mm -hmm. the more stressful life is, the more fun you need to have to balance it out. I love that. A couple of good coping strategies uh, to help get us through. Uh, Amy Morn, thank you so much for showing up and and, uh, giving everybody something to look forward to. Another just one question from Amy Morin. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 